shout out to my sponsor, Allah Custom Creations, uh, owner Ruben Gonzalez. Y'all go like and follow him on Facebook and Instagram. Hey, he gets some firework done, you know, shirts, hats, all that, man. Again, go like and follow Outlaw Custom Creations on Facebook.
Yo, yo. Yeah, sir. Yeah, you doing all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to plug in my phone real quick. Gotcha, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Got we'll get right into it, man. Welcome, welcome everybody. Episode 17, Levi's You Sports Talk. And today we got a, a San Antonio native, went to high school at, I'm going to try to pronounce this right, St. Saint, Saint, uh, go ahead and pronounce it. St. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard High School. St. Gerard High School, College, St. Phillips, and started training in 2017. I want to welcome everybody, Robert, and, and Robert, man, just like a uh, few, few of my other guests. I cannot pronounce your last name as much as my wife try to help me out. <laughs> I yeah, it's Alakinas. Alakinas, okay. Yeah. Robert Alakinas, y'all welcome, welcome Robert to the show. Okay. All right, man. So, yeah, yeah. So, so man, let's um. So like you, you know, been growing up in in San Antonio. You want to talk about talk about your upbringing? I started off on the west side of town um, with my mom. She was a single parent. Uh, went to private school. Uh, but where I lived at was district in that area. So that, that kind of the west side area. Um, mm-hmm. High school playing basketball for St. Gerard's. Ended up getting a scholarship with St. Phillips uh, playing basketball. Um, so that that's pretty much where, where it all came from was really just on the hood, pretty much. Uh, yeah, it sounds about right. It sounds about right, man. You know, that's how that's how most of us that's how most of us start off anyway. Yeah, something that we always had. Back then, kids played outside. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody's inside, mm-hmm. their phones, playing video games, and all that. So all we did was sports. That was that was something that always kept me into, keep me out of the streets. You know, back then, you know, these were a bit can wear certain colors and all that. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, sports get out of trouble with it. Nice, yeah. That's hey, that's good. And and what um what sports did you play growing up? Uh, well, it started off with uh, soccer. The kid, right? Because so uh, <laughs> I started off with that, and then uh, from soccer, I went to uh, played football, played baseball. I was real good at football, man. But uh, basketball was really more. Baseball. I played baseball for a little bit uh, for a while, uh, and then uh, I, I was just kind of my niche, man. I just something that I fell into uh, playing basketball. And I was, well, I was playing basketball in the street when I school in elementary. I was playing a great team, and I think that's when I knew that's something I wanted to do. So I just started focusing on basketball at that point. Okay, okay, yeah, that's that's me. I was always a basketball player. I never played any other sports. I didn't yeah. even give them time. I mean, well, at home, at home, I played all. We play everything at home, like you know, like you said. But in like for schools or nothing, I couldn't. I couldn't play no no other sport. I, I didn't like being playing outside, like in all them pads and, and all <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> yeah, football, I, there, like, I think that that was probably would have been my other sport if I was. I played Pop Warner here in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, there was Holy Family, so I played for Holy Family for a long time. Pop Warner. Uh, okay. 
So I was still playing football, but it just wasn't my thing. I didn't want to get hurt for basketball, you know. Mm, yeah, got you, got you, got you. And, and in high school, what sports did you play in high school? High school, I played basketball. Uh, once football was over, basketball, we had more. Uh, St. George wasn't really good at football, dog, I'll just tell you that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but basketball, man, we made it to the state championship all the time. So that was always, you know, that was, that was where I played more was basketball. Okay. Okay. And then talk about talk about um the experience, you know, playing playing for a state title. Crazy man. Uh my freshman he played uh for uh the regional and uh back, this was back in two thousand ninety nine around that area. Um the the top team back then was Antonian High School. So Antonio always made it a state. They were four year state champs, you know, so the freshman uh, playing in a state championship, man, I was nervous as hell. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in there, hog the ball, score 10 points, I can get a newspaper, and I'm good. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, so that's what I – that's how we – you know, newspaper – see what makes the paper, you know? So I was like, mm-hmm. my point. Uh, but as we got closer to uh, senior year, we had a lot more competition and stuff like that. So it got a little harder. Um, mm-hmm. And the best, the best thing about it was that we always played even outside of school, so we kind of had that that chemistry. Coach, you know, he laid down the law on us, man. He wouldn't let us do certain things, time and ball, and you know, become a team player, and all that stuff came into play, man. Later on in life, you know, so we still hang out to the day. Okay, that's nice. That's nice. That's cool. That's cool, man. And um, then going into college, did you you went on a for sports, or you just that's just the college that you wanted to go to? Uh, well, they gave me a full scholarship to play basketball there at St. Phillips. Okay, but nice, nice. Open tryouts, and uh, <laughs> it was funny, man. <laughs> My friend was telling me, "Hey, man, go to St. Phillips, go there, but see if you can make the team," because they didn't think I was. And I said, "Well, I'll go to open." I went and I was like the only white guy that everybody was dunking. Everybody was looking at me like, what the hell am I doing? You know, but I gave my best shot, man. And of course, you know, he gave me a full <laughs> funny story about that. They gave scholarship, but I don't know nothing about it. So they paid for my whole tuition. So I took the check to the school and uh, cashed the check. They gave me money back. I mean, like two grand back. All right, well, mm-hmm. school paper. I got to go pay it. They're like, no, this is your money. Oh. <laughs> I was always riding the bus, so I went about me a birthday. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, so, I mean, it was just fun, man. It was kind of crazy. Just I ended up working for the family. I ended up working because my mom was single parent, so. Mm-hmm. But, but I ended up playing uh, basketball for that first semester and the first season. And we did great, man. We grew team but then I had to drop because I had to work for the for my mom you know she had to so yeah right yeah <laughs> right hey that's what's up though man that's hey you, you got that first piece hey at least you use your first piece of check on on something smart though you know you yeah. didn't go and, and blow it on nothing crazy you bought a car. That's that's very smart. That's very smart. 
And back then, the bus was probably cheaper, dog. It was like, what, 125 for a bus ticket? Shit. I was probably better off doing that, but I just hated taking the bus, man. Mm-hmm. No, I hear that. I hear that, man. And and so, like, so like you were saying, like, you know, you played baseball a little bit, but, you know, and, you know, talk about, you know, now you train, you train, and, you know, how, how did you become a trainer? Yeah, so uh, with, with, with that, what was uh you know i had kids and uh my first my first daughter was madison and my second daughter was paris and i had them pretty much back to back they're like exactly a year apart and uh when they started off playing we put them in sports right off the bat and i asked them when they were little i said you want to play sports you want to be a cheerleader you know what i mean and i was crossing my fingers on that cheerleader part you know what i mean because <laughs> so uh they said they wanted to play sports so i ended up putting them in the cyo on a basketball team right there in the neighborhood and uh, they uh, they called me in after I paid the CYO thing, and they I said I went in there and I told them what what the problem was, and they said, um, "Oh, we don't have a coach uh, for the team, so we're just not gonna have a team." And I was like, "I was like, uh, well, I'll coach the team, you know." They're like, "What?" I said, "I'll coach it, man. You know, I'm I'm not scared of coach." So I jumped in there as a basketball coach, and that was my first little team that I had, and. I just ended up grinding them like when I was in high school. Like I was literally doing high school drills with these little kids, you know. And mm-hmm. funny because when I started coaching my first game, we had our first game on a Saturday, and all the parents came and talked to me after that. Like, man, you're a great coach. This and I'm like, what do you mean, dog? Like, I was just doing, you know, trying to win. I, I hate losing, so I was just trying to win. Right. But they said they were freaking out because all my team, when they came out to warm up, they're all walking the line with their hands behind their back. You know, they stood in line with their hands behind their back. Like I had them like little soldiers, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, well, the best thing about sports is discipline. You ain't got no discipline. They ain't gonna know how to play anything. You know, they got. I ain't their mommy and daddy, but I can tell them how to do things. You know what I mean? So, right, so I had, like little soldiers, and that's how the coaching started with my kids. And then uh, basketball, like we won the city championship like three years in a row. And uh, we're a, we're a basketball family, man. I mean, that's I push basketball, but then. One of the basketball coaches said, hey, man, why don't we try uh, softball? See why I was like, softball? I was like, nah, man, I don't be doing all that. Like, nah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm not going to do that, man. Because yeah, back when I was in school, softball girls were not, you know, pretty girls. They were big, you know, chunky girls, you know, manly looking girls. And I'm like, nah, it just wasn't my thing. But it's changed so much, mm-hmm. you know. And, and they're like, hey, man, well, let's just try it. So I was like, all right. So I threw them in there, man. And uh, I ended up coaching the girls there with softball. And, uh, man, they ended up being, like, really, really good at it. And I was thinking to myself, like, dude, they can hit, they can run, they can throw. Shit, man, it's a lot more skills, you know. So we ended yeah. up winning a couple of tournaments with that, and we jumped into like, um, I guess, select tournament because we're CYO, so we didn't really play that stuff. So we jumped in it, and we got to the championship. We started inviting us to all these tournaments and stuff, and I was like, wow. So softball can get scholarships like basketball, and I was like, shoot, that's what we're gonna. So then I uh, <laughs> I took out the took out the bar light pool table, I sold all that stuff. I put it in there. I bought nets, a tee, a bat, and ball. And went. <laughs> I took kids, man. So I've been training them since they were started. You know, I started my garage and I was training the girls and training the girls. And as I started to train them, uh, I started educating myself. You know, reading books on it and. And college practices and watching the practices and writing down things like that. And as the game evolved, I started to evolve as a coach and I started doing things different mm-hmm. with my girls. So my two daughters were like my guinea pigs, you know? And uh, mm-hmm. stuff with them, man, crazy stuff. 
and it started they started getting better faster. So then when team when I started playing a select softball, uh, some of the parents were like, man, would you train my kid? Like they need work, and we want them to play like yours. And I was like, yeah, I could do that, man. So I had them come to my garage like on a Friday night, and before I knew it, man, I had like ten girls parked in front of my driveway <laughs> just waiting in line. That's how I started. I started doing. I have a whole bunch of holes in the wall. They, you know, hitting the ball and drills uh-huh. and all kinds of stuff. So when it started to get bigger than what I thought, I started renting a place to do lessons at, and then that's where it just grew from there. Got a lot of offers to coach different teams. Uh, you know, for, I was for freedom for a while. The Bombers, mm-hmm. were there. you know, some of the Mercado teams are talking about me moving over. I don't know and pushed it to the side because coaching takes a lot of time away from the training part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause my training man was like Monday through Friday to 10 every day. And then I slowed down as, as you know, I started kind of slowing down when teams a little slower, but, um, but that from my garage until now, and now it's just like, you know, I got people calling me all over the place. Like who they are. I just like, Hey, can you train my kid? <laughs> okay. You know, they just kind of blowing up. <laughs> Oh man, that's 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 nice, man. Hey, that's hey, that's that's good though, man. You know, like knowing that you was just basketball and to just go straight in and softball and be able to to train and get your kids better. And not only you know that you were seeing that they was better, like you're saying, it's other people were seeing it too. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was showing. So that's, that was that's the, nice. The, man. Thing about it, man, was you know, all, 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 you know, I never really, you know, trying to sell things, just putting out pricing. So I never really, man, like, I did it just, and I think the passion I have for starting to build these kids, you know, and, and the biggest thing for me in the is a lot of these kids I got, man, how to throw a ball, you know, they didn't swing a bat or even hold that, you know what I'm saying? And, but they would duck when I would pick. <laughs> so it was, oh, I, get girl, I get girls like that, you know, be able to stand their own and get better in the game and start. That that was my, 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 I do. I love what I do. And I love training kids. I and mean, I also have a regular during the day, but, you know, I do training at night, but I get about, because I get them there the only thing. Then all of a sudden, like, hey, coach, I got them a the bombers, hey coach, I got these other organizations that they thought they could ever be on. I said, hey man, that's great, but we got a lot more work to do, bro. You just made you just made the team. Now you got to stay on. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, yeah. So th- those are the things that evolve. I evolve with my lessons as training my kids to evolve with the game because the game has evolved so much. We saw ball way different thing. You got to keep up with that man. You can't stay. And, you know, I just, with the game, the best right now at the point at this point. Oh yeah, it shows. Sure, it's changing a lot. It's changing a lot since I've been in. I haven't been around it that long, like what six years. But since I've been in it, it's a lot then changed. So I can I can just imagine being a being a trainer. You know, having to train because so many things change from one year to the next at, at what these girls can do and what they can't do and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, and, and the thing is, too, is that some of these kids and some of these parents watch too much. 
pain. <laughs> like <laughs> every every year, there's a new way of batting. I'm like, bro, no, it's, it's just you hit the yellow thing and you hit. Right. <laughs> different kinds of way of batting. You're just like, man, it, evolving with is, is something that is a proof of the progress. You know what I'm saying? Like another mm-hmm. getting better. But sometimes you got to work with what the kid can do. Like you can teach them so know how to build them to that point. That's what I'm educating myself on. Lately, I've been educating myself on a lot more of the mental game. Really affecting these players. You think about it, man. These they were eight years old. Kind of hit 16. It's a fortunate 16 day quit. Research on that, and like 88% of the kids quit the sport so dedicated to for so many years and a lot of the reasons are is because either they feel failure towards their parents or they feel themselves. so it's a mental thing that starts to change at the age of 14 that I'm educating myself yeah. girls alone you gotta educate about, you know what I mean because I'm a man so I gotta yeah. educate myself about girls right I think that I have two daughters to you know use as guinea pigs you know I used it to to get to where I'm at you know, you got to understand the, the mindset of each kid to get the skills up to part and meet their mind because your mind can overcome anything. Control the mind, certain things with your body, then you can make it work. Just getting that confidence in your mindset. And that's. Yeah, confidence. That's the one word I like to use a lot is confidence. Yeah. I tell my kids confidence, confidence, like, because if you don't have confidence in yourself, then like you can't expect somebody else to have confidence in you. <laughs> That's for sure. You know, man. So, so you know, like, how how is it, you know, like, training? You know, you train these kids and you, you know, you had mentioned to me you, you train different levels from beginning levels and now you're getting into the, the college level. Man, how, how is it going from training a beginner to training somebody in high school that's been doing it? Do you change up the drills any? Bit, yeah, know, uh, it, it, it has to it has to be a little different, but it depends on. Because I'll be honest with you, man. There's some high school how to, how to catch, you know, how to catch, right? So mm-hmm. uh, there's some high school girls that come to me, man, and and it's like, whoa, it's, it's just not even close. Like, say, hey, I want to be a catcher. You know, saying that because of their age, it's <laughs> yeah. just they never played. And then I got mm-hmm. some girls that are nine years old, ten years old, that will clean the house with these high school girls, man. They just They've been in it for so long, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I look at the level of play, like when it comes to high school, if, if they got the skills and they got a good, then we can work on something different. I'm working on, you know, their pop times and, and you know, how to how to do their transition quicker and the arm slots and how they're using their arm throwing. Because there's a lot of things that it comes into the arm slot in the transition that these lack. And so when it comes to high school girls and older girls, I tell them a lot of, when I'm doing drills with them, I make sure that do you feel that? Do you feel how your body feels? Do you feel your arm there? Do you feel your leg, your hip? Do you feel that? Because what feels to their body, they understand that more. And with the younger ones that don't know anything, it's like, okay, do this. And do this. And they question. Mm-hmm. But the high school girls, it's like, hey, they already know everything. Or they already had a catching coach before. And, well, he taught me this. And to me, like we're trying to fix that, you know. What I'm so, right, yeah. Like, sometimes they get a little bit combative, but the drills do change drastically when it comes to, 
you know, a certain, cause I do have some girls that I, you know, I call my ace group, you know, they're pretty much on my gold, my, I call them my gold catchers. They're the ones that are trained in a whole different type of way of uh, the drills are different. The speed of the drills are different. The way they move their bodies are different. We just do a lot of things different when it comes to positioning on throwing the ball and a lot of focus on throwing. Once you get older, you know, going into college, D1, D2, I don't really think you need to block that. The pitcher's sucking, but by the time you get to college, the pitchers know how to pitch. You know what I'm saying? Mm, so yeah, I got you. Yeah. How, how, how to use aiming a lot more better for the pitcher to make their pitches do what they're supposed to do. And a lot of cats are stopping the pitch. Like the glove and frame out real, real far away from their chest. Well, you just killed the curve. The coaches, the college coaches want to see that ball make a movement. And they don't call it catching, they call it real. To come in and travel, not stop it. So there's a lot of things like that that we do. Different. You're going to more of work blocks because the pitcher's and it's ten. Right. Daughter wants to pitch. She feels like she can pitch her, so she's throwing stuff all over the place. Mm-hmm. Little cats gotta be able to be able to to move get behind the plate. The ball just pass them. High. A lot on game situation stuff. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Girls work on a lot of I do med balls, I do a lot of med balls, I do a lot of you know heavy are working on the velocity of their throw, you know, we do a lot of velocity throws. So it's just that that level is because when they're young, you can't do too much weights on them because you know, right, yeah, they go a growth spurt and get tall, they get lanky, they don't know how to use their body, they're all feet, and you got to figure out their balance all over, you know. so that that's how the levels change when it comes to that. Oh man, that's man, that's that sounds like a lot right there. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. That, because lot, man, man, it's like you know, like being being a catcher, man. Like I just I don't even look at it of what they have to do in training. I look at just how many squats they have to do in a game, and like you said, especially yeah. in the the tenue, like because. Gotta think about how many times they have getting up and down, man. That's that's a lot. It's a lot. That's, that's like train the hell out of them, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So they can be prepared for that. You know, yeah. Some of the some of the younger ones come. They're new to me. You know, the parents send me a text and they send me this long paragraph of what they've done. And they've been catching for four years. She's eight. There's no way. Like, no way. You're right. For, <laughs> no way. Cut for four years, bro. So, uh, anyways, when they tell me all that, I come look. Catcher wants to catch or not. Make her, I'm a breaker. And most of the time, they break because I'm not for everybody, man. Like, I train really, really hard, but my goal is to train them to catch all day long, every. And the parents are like, why do you, why? Like in college, they sub them out, right? Mm-hmm. But right. at this stage level, from tens to fourteens, the coaches don't know any better, bro. They don't, and they find a good catch and a rider out. So if I can yep, get same girl, like a pitcher, yeah. So if I can get this girl to catch the whole tournament and not be shamed, that she's gonna do her job because she can get more reps behind the plate. But I also know that once I'm done training them, they're gonna be the best catcher on the team. So it's gonna happen. They're know that so I'm just preparing for that. <laughs> he said I already know that. So it happens, man. It's just a lot of, it's a lot of things to 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 look at like catch 
I can sit at a tournament, bro, watch another team play because I'm looking at the catcher like, what are they doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just, it's, it's off. You know what I mean? But but I love what mm-hmm. I do, man. And I get to the parents, man, because they're dedicated to me. Like, I've I got a lot of girls, man, and they come every week, all the same, same time, same day, and they never fail, man. I got girls that have been with me. And and it shows, you know, and they come mm-hmm. religiously, bro. Like they never like right now with the snow, sleet, and all that. So my parents are like, man, coach, I don't know the weather, and my down. I call my gangsters. I was like, my down gangsters are like, bad coach, we're gonna practice with stuff. I'll be there at seven. Like, scared, bro. <laughs> They'll get there in the rain, bro. They don't care. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. get mad when I if I can't make it. Like so, I just have a lot of dedicated students that way. But it's because you know they love learning. You know they they're they're getting mm-hmm. better, and it doesn't doesn't yeah. end. It just doesn't end. Yeah, they want it. That's all. That's what that is. They want it. Yeah. You know, um, so just going to the um, like I like relating to to different players. You know, some players learn learn different from other players. Some players learn slower than other players. Like like, how do you you know relate differently to those players? Well, yeah, it was like when I get new students, you know, that mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> it sounds funny, but when the parents text me, I look up, I'm always, I think they do. Mm-hmm. I look up on Facebook and I the kids, so I can kind of, but most of the time I do a one on one to kind of see where the kids at. Groups that I have, they're usually grouped by. How far along they are in catch? Beginner catch. I have a beginner. They kind of in between. They kind of caught, caught onto the stuff. Then I have another aces. You know, the high school, and then I have the ones college, like my. So, you know, I, I have them groups, age room by level. So most of the first to see where they're at to know where to put them and which group. You know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how I, that's how I kind of dignify who goes where, which you know, one on one is great. Just cut them off, but groups is what pushes the kid to be better. When you see another little kid next to you, you know, throwing harder, throwing faster, it makes that other girl want to catch up. You know, um, right? I've had some high school girls come out the first time out with me, and I was like, right, I'm gonna put them in a group, and they're like, Okay, that's cool. Put them in a group and they have no idea. And those girls are going gun on that high school catch. Like, man, girls are good. I'm like, man, they're 10. You're 16. <laughs> you know, I hate to break it to you, but they're way younger than you. But gun ho, you know, that just goes to show like there's some girls out there that can play, man. You know, and there's a mm-hmm. lot of my girls. Some of my girls, they're pretty good, you know, and, and not that I'm bragging, the work, you know, they, they yeah. listen to what I do and they, and they work in between lessons and that's what makes the difference and at the same time i got the coaches numbers hey what's up what do they need what we need to do you know so we okay, work gotcha. yeah. Man, that's 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 good because i mean I, I doubt many many trainers do something like that you oh, know yeah. what i mean like they they just a lot of trainers just in it for the money just <laughs> yeah, yeah you know like Okay, yeah, not really caring <laughs> if the girls is really getting better. So, you know, I, I applaud that for one. That's that's the first time I actually heard that. So, well, I appreciate. You know. it. No, yeah, man, yeah, man. You know, um, so like your your catchers, you know, like 
like do you have i mean i don't know about how is it like with with fundamentals with a catcher like what are some some top things that that you look at when you like okay you have been in this group i think it's ready for you to to move on to the next group a lot of it is well see to me is is it's kind of doing due to the t and at the same time, they have that gun hole mentality. And that's huge for me. Like, you could do the drills, but if you're being lazy with it and you ain't showing that you're going hard with it, then you ain't ready for the next level because it gets harder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, to me, they can, they can, but it's, it's, it, it's how you're throwing. Are you throwing hard? Slacking? Are you blocking? Are you going 100? Are you, you know, meaner? Their, their mindset, you know, where are they at? Are they trying to work or they're just around the girls, you know? And my girls already, we don't talk, man, let's get to work. Like, I literally, sometimes forget to get water. Like, let's go. <laughs> so, uh, there you go. Yeah, so sometimes, you know, a lot of that is what determines what ready for the next level. Because there's some girls that want to, and I've, I guess there's, I don't know about the other stuff, but I, Open calendar and the time to go in there, and I don't do that. I tell them they gotta text me, and I'll let you know because they a lot of these parents best catchers. Because a lot of the catchers that I have, a lot of people know them, so they try to jump their daughter in that group. I'm like, nah, man, she's ready. Like, just not. Mm. And and it's things like that that I kind of control that because it could go it could go bad for the other catchers. But at the same time, it might crush the girl trying to step. She ain't ready, and it's gonna crush her spirit, confidence to where it's old and can't do this. And that's what I don't right. want. Understand? Sometimes, like they think, oh, he just thinks that my daughter's not good enough. The mental state. That's what I look at: is where's their mind, mind enough to, you know, know that they're are they ready? You know, and that's great for a kid. If a kid can be at the bottom of the barrel and build up. You know, but sometimes I got to check that mental state, see where they're really at, you know? That's what makes a difference for me to move them in different groups. Okay. Okay. And, like, like, do you do you slack off, like, as being, like, I don't want to say it, like, the wrong way. Like, I'm going to say being, like, aggressive. Like, you know, like, how aggressive do you, do you teach your catchers? Like, you know, when they behind the plate, like, you know, say somebody you got, you know, you got the runners that's that's fast. You know, they yeah. they try and test test the catchers out. Do you you know how how do you you teach your catchers to to like obtain a, a, a fast runner like on the basis? Yeah, well, the thing is, is that I try to so the expectations of them fast or slower don't matter. Catchers is that it's not about you that real fast and be in a rush because if you're in a rush, you waste if you mm-hmm. do the right things and you're clean with it, then you think. And a lot of the times that catchers don't get runners is because of their transition, you know, their transition is so slow that they're not they don't have a time. By the time they release that ball, that girl's gone because that girl's already got a lead, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I've seen, I've seen some catchers catch sideways to try to get them like so they can already start throwing and that's the worst thing to do because now the rhythm is off 
sideways and the pitcher doesn't hit their spot, which normally happens, then they miss the ball and the ball goes past them, you know, and they need to be square in front of the ball and shifts left to right to be in front of it. So I always teach my catchers, no matter what the pitch is, if it's a curveball and we slide over and we frame that curveball, I'm teaching them how to throw on that on that side of the plate. If the ball is a screwball and it's on the inside, then I'm teaching the catcher how to catch on the inside and shoot from the inside. Because I like to step to the side of the plate, right, left step that everybody's teaching to go to the side of the plate, but they forget, hey, hello, there's a batter there. Can't go to the side of the plate and throw over the batter. You know what I mean? So those are the certain things that I always have them and I teach them how to expect that on a runner. And we don't throw at the plate. We always throw in the lane. So... It's always on the right side of second second base if they're running to second, but it's way before the plate. It's not at the plate. And if they're fast, then maybe you throw at the plate. But most of the time, we throw in the lane because you'll catch them before they get there. And that that's what we work on. So, right. Got you. Got you. And, like, for the, the – I think you had mentioned earlier they like a transition time or the get-up time or something like that. Do you oh, – so you – so, okay, yeah. So you you time them like so you you try to get them to to beat they they previous time or do you keep record of it or what? Yeah, uh, the time the high school keeps record or their team does because when they go to these uh, showcases, especially my high school, to play when they're fifteen, fourteen, fifteen and up, because uh, okay. they're going to these college showcases like Baylor and you know LSU's camp and UT's camps and they go to these camps so. For catchers, they have pop times, which is when the they pitch the ball to the catcher. When it hits the mitt, the clock starts. And when it hits the shortstop's mitt or glove at second base, the clock stops. So that's the pop time frame. And normally they want to be, be you know, below 2.8, 2.9. Uh, I have one of my girls, which is really, really good. Uh, probably the best, the best one on top of everybody. And you know, the number one pop time is probably gonna be 2.4, 2.5, which is D1 status, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've heard they're 12 years, and they're like, Yeah, my pop was you know, 2.7, 2.8. I said, There's no freaking way. I said, You gotta ask your coach <laughs> to time that again because it's impossible. I seen you throw, there's just no way, you know. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they get kind of deceived on that pop time and what it is. Um, but we work on pop times, and it's really not so much. We work on the strength and trying to get the arm strong to throw harder. But really, the transition that saves more on the pop time than anything. Like, you can be a hard throw, and you can throw hard. But if your windup is taking forever to get the ball out, then you're losing seconds, you know. So uh, that's what we work on on the pop time is, you know. And, and one of the facilities I do lessons at, they have an a meter that you throw into the net and then time it clocks your throw, like your speed of your throw. Mm-hmm. But it starts the velocity of your throws. Then we'll get a measurement and say, okay, where are you throwing at? Where are you throwing at? Like some of my girls are throwing 65, 67 overhead miles per hour. So we try to work at the same time. It has a lot to do with their transition to be quicker and smoother where there's no way to it's really what I focus on. Okay. Got you, man. That's and and you do softball catchers and baseball catchers. Uh, I did baseball in the past. Uh, you know, forgive me for saying, but sometimes boys are a little a little bit harder, bro, because their attention span is like two seconds. Like, you know, like <laughs> hey, throw the ball, catch the ball, and they're like, huh? And they forget like right away. So boys are a little bit. <laughs> boys are not like girls. Let's put it that way. Uh, I don't stray from it, but it does take a little longer. But when I get a group of boys, I try to get a group together and, and 
uh, I try to push them harder. So a lot of the, I got some baseball boys now. Uh, I got a little group of eight year olds. Uh, I'm getting another group of fifteen year olds pretty. Soon. Uh, but the eight year olds, man, they've been stepping up the game. I, I have you know two of them that really really changing the game a lot. Uh, the little coaches have been calling me like, man, dude, these catchers are back there like they're. You know, like they're playing big ball stuff. I was like, what do you mean? Well, they're an eight you. You know, they're over there blocking and it's eight you and the coach is pissing off. Coach Ritz, hey, yeah. I'm in. I'm saying like, yeah, right? <laughs> hey, yeah. but he's blocking, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but I'm getting them ready for, you know, 10, 12 you with a kid pitch. And it, it was hard for me at first because I had with the football girls and then right after I had the baseball. Well, damn, I forgot I had to throw overhand. I was like, oh, shoot, I had to switch and I forgot, man. I'm you know. So uh, <laughs> it just sometimes I had to educating myself more on the because it's not actually the it, it's similar in some ways, but in some ways it isn't. You know? mm. uh, girls, their legs versus boys are trying to with their chest and their arms. So girls got to use a lot more leg power, you know. And the ball is a lot more smaller than a softball, and mm-hmm. the way that they use their mid is a little different than what the is a softball man. It's just a a, a different way. Uh, transitions are pretty much the same. Um, it's, it's just the way that the, the boys' body moves is going to be a different. Is the the girls on how they do their move? It, it's just a little bit different. You know, the skill sets the same. You know, you got to have velocity in your throw. You got to make sure the blocks right. These baseball catchers catching with one knee down and one it's a new thing. It's a new thing everybody's doing now. They watch too much TV, you know. <laughs> Rolling the ball up a ramp and catching the ball coming up. I, I've never seen a pitch come up off the ground like that, but whatever. I mean, whatever they feel is right, I guess. I don't know. They come in with all kinds of stuff. It doesn't make sense. Um, but the only difference is, is from baseball catching to softball catching is that Baseball catchers have to come, they have to bring their mitt from the bottom up. And the only reason I'm saying that mm-hmm. is they're pitching from a mound. So the baseball boys yeah. are on a mound coming down. So these catchers have to get their mitt coming up and know how to stick that low pitch. But if they're down straight from the chest, they ain't got to pick their arm up. You know what I mean? So it's little like that. With softball, the ball's coming on the flat base. There's no, they're not on the mound. They're coming on the flat ground as a catcher. So the ball. It's gonna break up or down or left or right, so it's two different things, um, and that's how the catching is different in that part. You know, we try to pitch is a way different way of baseball versus catching. You know, from a softball stand. That's crazy. Yeah. This is hey, this is some knowledge that that this is is some good knowledge though, man. You know, man, I'm giving out too much, dog. I'm gonna start charging, the- bro. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell him, hey. You gotta gotta come out every listen, you know. Nah, nah, man. Hopefully, <laughs> hey, hey. Hopefully, hopefully, you know. I got a nice little fan base, man. Hopefully, you you, you never know, man. You might get a few calls from this. So, oh yeah, you know, that'd be that, great, bring them yeah, on, man. You know, ready. Yeah, you know that's you know that's what we hoping for. That's that's what we shooting for, man. I'm trying to, you know, just like you helping me out, you know, by by being on this episode, man. Hey, hopefully, I can help you out by. Getting you a, a new catcher in in inside there, you know. Yeah. So, man, I appreciate that, man. Oh yeah, man. You know, hey, man. Like, how hard is it? How hard is it? Just, I mean, just just being a catcher, like in general. Uh, man, it's the, the hardest worker on the field, man. I mean, the pitcher works. 
too, but I think the catcher, the catcher, I mean, if you think about it, everybody on the field is facing who? So the catcher has a bad demeanor or they stand up and like are flipping their glove and uh, flipping their then it's going to set the tone for the rest of the field. You know what I mean? If they see the catcher's all down and out and it looks like she's quitting, then the team's going to start folding. But if the catcher is being vibrant and being like excited and aggressive and then let's go and their pitcher and starts leading the team, then the team's going to roll. So the catcher has to be the hardest worker on the field at the same time. They have to lead the field, and that's what I try to teach all my catchers to be leaders. They're not going to sit back and just watch everybody do what they do. You got to start dictating the field and telling them how to be. Hey, man, I'm about a three. You better be right here because that's where I'm throwing it. Don't follow the batter. I'm about to stay back. Like run the run the team, and you know you got to be a leader. You got to lead the team. I said, and here's the biggest thing nobody talks about. You got to freaking ball. Like <laughs> you you want to be a D one <laughs> catcher. And that's great. You got to be the best catcher in the world. But if you don't hit, they ain't picking you up, dog. Yeah. That's the bottom line. You got to hit the ball, too. You know? So that's why I do batting as well. Because a lot of my catchers, they'll stay for catching. They'll stay flip and do batting right after. Like, I do them all together. So we work on all that, too. But, you know, the catcher has to be an all-around player. But they, if you think about it, just like you said earlier, all them squats throughout the whole game, it's a lot. And then in the hot sun here in Texas, you know, going 110, 105 out there. Man, they got to be ready. So I, I do talk to my older catchers, my high school girl, talking about diet. Hey, diet, bro. You, you got to eat right. You got to start drinking more fluids. You got more water. Like, I'm giving the whole health trip, man, because it all comes hand in hand. The best app, best diets. You know, that's just how it's got to be. Yeah. I, I hate to, mm-hmm. I hate to say it because I don't like this guy. You know, not, not that I don't like him. Like, I'm all, I, I've always been a one of the, basketball LeBron haters, you know, like on the court, on the court, on the court, I'm a, I'm a LeBron hater off the court. He's a, he's, he's that guy off the court, great businessman and all that, but he just cried too much on the court. Yeah. Yeah. But going back into what you were saying about his body, dude been healthy for 20 years, you know, like, but that's just cause of, like you said, his, his diet, like, you know, yeah. like diet is, yeah. is a big thing. Yes, sir. That's why, you know, I, that's why I'm coaching. I'm not playing I too much tacos. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I like to eat, bro. But, you know, I tell these girls, man, I say, y'all want to go and, and play a softball tournament, get to the championship, and then you're going to have a big old barbecue over there with the parents and stuff and eat like <laughs> right. pounds of fajitas, and then they let's go play. Ain't going to happen. You know, you, you got to, and that's what I try to teach these girls. You got to have that athletic mental state of controlling yourself of your food, eat how you handle yourself you know how you how you present yourself you know you got to be a leader man and and i try to tell them i said if you're not the best one on the team then you ain't doing nothing mm-hmm. you got to be the best one on the team and and that's for all these kids i mean i tell my kids the same thing my girls got it worse you know the girls that live with me my kids that live with me man i'm all upon them you know <laughs> and they know it you know but they're doing their job so they put my name on their shirt. You better, you better represent. Don't be nothing less. You know they know mm-hmm. that. So uh, the same thing with my girls. You know all the girls that I train from the fielding to the catching to the batting. You know even my baseball boys. My baseball boys are begging for me to make shirts for them. I'm like, you haven't earned it yet, bro. These ain't given, bro. You gotta earn it. You know. So uh, 
you know, I love to hear, you know, every weekend I'm sitting here, I just get video after video after video of all these girls doing great things. I'm like, that's what it's about. But right. the bad thing is that they didn't know that Coach Rob has an iPhone. So I pause the video. I zoom in. I'm like, hey, your hand is wrong. Hey, your glove is wrong. Hey, your chest is turning this way. Should we? No, I'm, I'm all over it. Like, Damn. And by the way, you know? <laughs> man we got to be on top of it that's just how you it have is. to yeah you 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 have to and, and and like as a young young girl you have to critique everything you got to make sure you point out the bad because they gonna hear a lot of good a yeah. lot of good you know so that's one thing i i preach to my to my kids is like Everybody always say, oh, you did this and you did this. But every time they get done, I'm always that one in the back and telling something that you did wrong. It's yeah. like I have to find one thing that you did wrong. It don't matter if you had the best batting weekend of your life. I'm going to find something that you didn't do the right way. You know, so that's, that's good. I learned uh, a lot with my own kids was – you know, when they were from the age of four, you know, to 10, mm -hmm. young man, I remember I used to grab him by the helmet, but hey, man, listen up, do what I'm telling you, stop, you know, get all out like that. You're not crazy, right? Like, mm -hmm. all yelling at them and crazy. But then when they turn 12, things change. And I forget, hey, they got feelings and shit, you know? Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's a little girl, right? It's a girl. And I honestly think the, the hardest part about and athletics overall in general is being a dad coach. That's probably the hardest thing ever because you can't you can't really differentiate I'm your dad and I'm and the kids can't separate that at home. Because when you're at home you're like man well you're you didn't clean the dishes because you don't even clean up behind the plate. Like you're not blocking and that's why you're not blocking because you can't even clean up your room. Like you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. <laughs> And and it's it, it gets harder on the on the girl, especially because the girls. It gets harder for them as they get older because when they turn fourteen, fifteen, you know, now they're super emotional. Everything hurts their feelings. Now they got boyfriends and they they want attention. Dad is telling them, "Man, you suck, man. You ain't doing nothing right." And they're like, "Well, I hate you, dad, and I hate the sport." And that's why a lot of these yeah. girls quit. So you can always correct them. And this is why I freaked out. I remember in the tournaments we would they would suck in Dallas, and I'm driving. Five hours and I'm ripping them all the way back from Dallas, all the way home till they eat. they're asleep. I'm still talking shit, right? And then I wake them up. They get in the car. And by the way, you suck. I'm not gonna buy another bat all the way to the room. You know what I mean? So then when they got older, you know, they told me, Dad, you know, you're always yelling at us, Dad. You're always yelling at us. I say, Well, do the right things. Then I won't yell at you. You know what I mean? So then I say, You know what? I'll, I'll make you this this deal. I won't say anything anymore about your game. I won't yell at you. I won't say nothing. Just do your thing. And I'll leave it at that. Okay, Dad. All right. You know how hard it was? I was like a caged animal, bro, during the tournament. <laughs> like, I'm walking back and forth, pacing, like, oh, my God. I feel like I'm going to so. dog. I'll run this team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was so mm. mad about it. So <laughs> I stay quiet, and I get in the car, and we're driving back from Houston this time. And I'm in the car. I was like, hey, girls, y'all did good. Hey, you did great. You did good. And they're like, no, Dad, I need to work on my bat. Like, my bat was off. I was hitting the top of the ball. Like, I wasn't even looking at contact. Mm -hmm. My catch wasn't there. And I'm like, what? And I'm, like, getting my phone. And I'm literally, like, slowly under my my arm. I'm sliding. Like, I'm recording. Like, <laughs> I've been wanting them to. 
And I learned that when I stopped saying things, they realized what they're doing wrong on their own and they fixed it. And it was a lot better for them to where they came to me and it was easier for me to critique them. Like, oh, he's about to start, fix me because my bat sucks. All right, good. Let's go to work. And, you know, and that's how the relationship started to build as they got older. So those are things that sometimes I even talk to the parents about. Like, hey, man, you can't rip your because they're going to hate you and hate the sport. They don't even like coming. Mm-hmm. They're already mad that you brought them to me because they didn't realize catching right. this part, you know? So I, I try to, you know, I guess kind of spread what I've learned to others if I can. You know, some parents listen, some don't, but, you know, I hope they do. And if not, I connect with the kid. That's more important. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's the most important thing is connecting. Connecting with the kid, you know, because you got to, even though you got to try to, get the parent to believe in you. You got to get the kid to believe in you a little bit more. Yeah. No, uh, man, what's, what's, what's uh, some good advice the older you would give the younger you? The older, the younger me? Mm-hmm. Uh, save your money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, uh, you know, listen to my parents a little younger, man. I think if I was into my mom, it would have saved me a lot more time. And, you know, when we're young, we think we're invincible. We know everything. But, God dang, mom was right. Yeah, the more you hear your mom, right. Yeah. You know, so if anything, that's what I would tell my younger self is just listen to your elders, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So so you mentioned, like, you had, you, you train, you know, all the everything, glove work. You know, like how how big you do you do a lot of like footwork stuff and you know all that yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I do. I do it too, man. I do a lot of my fielding. Some of my girls have been in my field and they freaked out, man. They just they get obsessed with it. They want it like every day. But uh, the fielding, you know, I I do a lot of agility with ladders. I do a lot of sled pushes, stuff like that. Uh, but lately, I've been doing I've been doing teams. Teams will call me and be like, "Hey, man, can we do fielding for my team?" And I go to the practice. You know, I have my feet, but I, I do, you know, fielding drills with them. I'll do the fungo, right. I'll do infield, but a lot of it is positioning, you know, their their the footwork, man, is huge. Footwork is huge. Uh the the arm slots huge on throwing the ball, you know. Right. Outfield if I could, I would do nothing but nobody knows how to do outfield outfield. Watching all these outfield stuff. Nobody has outfield drills, nobody has outfield camps. And from what I see, man, everybody's doing it wrong. Not that I'm the best and I know everything, but I just educate myself on it. But of the outfield, and uh, that's normally what I try to do is I work the infield, I work the outfield, uh, I do a do fielding to get the feet work right in the right positions to when we're throwing the ball the right way. I've seen a lot of girls just throw the ball just crazy, man. Their their le- <laughs> their lead foot's going to the left, their arms throwing to the right, and their chest is going down to the floor like that. I don't know where they're throwing the ball They all discombobulated, man. Yeah, so it's just fixing their, their body motions, you know. So, I, yeah, I do a lot of that stuff, man. Agility is huge for me. Um, and, and cardio, man. I, I Got to keep them in the game longer. These uh, these girls are getting tired fast because they don't play outside no more, man. Nobody works out. You know, oh, hey, yeah. Some pizza got steroids in it. These kids are getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Guarantee you, man, they put steroids in cereal and freaking ramen noodles, bro. I <laughs> 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 
That's all these kids eat, man. And they're huge. I mean, shoot, I was the tallest in my class. I'm only five three, dog. Like, you know. <laughs> I seen some of these kids twelve years old, like six foot two. Like what the hell? I was about to say, man, I got a I got a ten year old. I think she's taller than you are. <laughs> yeah, dog. I mean, these kids are huge now, man. Oh, so I, yeah, I don't even bat on the bucket no more. I gotta stand on the tee. You know what I mean? Like these girls are big. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. But they, the generation is completely, completely different now than oh, when yeah. than when we was growing up. It's all the way different, man. You know, like it's just like I be telling, like, yeah, I, I like me, like I live in an apartment complex, but like as the kids here, I tell my kids, like, like go play with them, go, and they like, what? I'm not gonna play with them. Chuck, as a kid, we see somebody playing, we go and play with them. It don't yeah. even matter if we don't know them or not. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, back you know? in the day, we used to ride bikes like it was cars, man. We out. Yeah. That's all I need. Be everywhere. Yeah, yeah, bikes was the thing, you know. And so, so um, like, how, you know, you have your, could you have your own facility, right? Uh, No, I don't. Right now, I, I do my facility, so I, I pay rent there, but they let me use it. Oh, okay. I'm working on getting my own. That's that's the next move, man. And it, it's been a pro. It's it's getting there. Yeah, I bet that's everybody wants me to get my own. Everybody's telling me that place I'm at is mine. <laughs> yeah, and see, because you know we've been there a few times, and that's what I thought. I thought we thought that was yours too. Yeah. Well, you guys telling me it is mine. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, hey, maybe, 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 man, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's the next move, man. Yeah, I want to get my own spot. But right now, yeah, I'm just using that space just for now until, yeah, you know, my warehouse. That's that's the plan. Okay, okay, man. And you know, like, like just just being being a trainer and and get like you said earlier, you know, getting getting the videos in, like. Like how how good of a of a feeling is it? Even though you know, like you said, you're gonna zoom in and critique some things and let them know what they done right, what they done wrong. Like how good of a feeling is it though, just to just to see the girls that that you know put in the work and and just sh- seeing how it it goes to the field and, and it shows. Oh, I love, I love it. I mean, to me, it's rewarding because especially. Especially the ones that I know that they come to me and they're like, "Coach, the lineup," or "I'm never going to game," that kind of thing, or "I haven't hit." I get a lot of girls that never hit the ball, and they send me a video of their hit. That's great, and they come in, man, with a whole other mode. Like they want to bat all night, mm-hmm. you know. So it's rewarding for me as it is for them. But man, seeing stuff like that it, is just why I keep doing it, and this is probably why I don't stop. Like there's days. There's days, man, where I come out of work and I'm tired. Man. I had a long day, it's a hard day, man. It's just one of those days. You're like, man, I get a video for like, coach. I did it, coach. I did it. and they're not pumped up. And I'm like, you know, sometimes though, you know, those videos get me going, man. You know, it makes me want to do more. You know, and and I love it. It helps, you know. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I bet, man. So. So we getting down to the end, man. I got, I got, I got a question, man. You know, who would you, you know, who would you like to hear on the on the podcast? But the the answer you have to help me get your answer on the on the show. Okay. Um. You know, a man, a buddy of mine, man. His name is Ali. 
uh, he's a football trainer, and he does mm-hmm. agility and stuff. That dude, man, that dude, man, he's – I like that dude a lot. Me and him talk a lot. He He's really, really good at what he does, man. I would like to have him on the show, man. He did yeah. me. Yeah, he's really good. And then I, I, I need to get to the football side. Yeah, and that's it. That's all him right there, brother. That's the guy. I'm telling you, that's the guy. He does college football players. He does high school football players. He does middle school. I mean, he he's good, man. He he he's one of the guys that's coming up like me, man. He's gonna come up. He's coming up quick. So uh, mm-hmm. me and him, me and him actually want to get our own place place together. That's what we've been talking about. So uh, he, he's he's the next guy coming up, man, for sure. Okay, nice, nice, man. Yeah, hopefully I can. Hopefully he agree to it. Yeah, he's there, uh, and his name of his uh his training thing is Apex Athletics. That's the name of his uh, his training stuff, man. And he he's really good. Like I said, he's he's a guy, man. Okay, okay, cool, man, cool, man. I want to, man. I want to thank you, man. You know, thank you for your time. Yes, sir. You know, we were able to get it done a little late, but hey, it's better yeah. better late than never. So, man, I want to again, man. I want to appreciate you for. Giving me your time and being on the podcast. Yes, sir. No. Nope. All right. All right, man. We'll keep we can keep we keep in touch. Yeah. Uh if anybody out there wants to, you know, look up my stuff. Like I said, I'm on Facebook. I have uh athletics. That's on Facebook. If you want to look that up, it's on Instagram too. So they can kind of see some of the stuff, get in contact with me if they want lessons or anything like that. Like I said, I'm I'm out there, man. So just give me a holler and I appreciate it, man, having me on the show. Already, already, y'all. Check him out. Check him out on Facebook. It's, uh, to let them know. Say it again for them so they can uh-huh. know. It's Alakinis Athletics. All right, y'all. Y'all check him out on Facebook. He put the videos out so y'all can see the work he do. I get tired just looking at the videos of him <laughs> catching. So y'all check him out. Y'all might start sweating like me just looking at the videos. <laughs> <laughs> but again, man, I appreciate you, man. All right, brother. We'll see you, man. All right. Thanks. All right. No. Oh, yeah, man. Y'all highlight my boy Jeremy for that tent. Thomas training them kids, fielding, feet work, all the good stuff. Levi's wreaths and more. Get them doors looking nice. Holler at the wife. Levi's mobile detailing. We here. Peace.